Welcome to the Barbells and Briefcases podcast, the business and fitness podcast. I am John Miller, sitting here today with my boy Nick Saka. What's up, everybody? And, you know, uh, it's been about a month and a half, two months since the last time we did a podcast. You and me have both been traveling a good amount. Since the last time we did a podcast together, you've gotten engaged, so congrats, bro. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm a, I'm halfway to being married. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times ahead, man. Good yeah. times ahead. Yeah, we got some fun stuff to plan now, so. We do. We do. <laughs> well, the planning of, planning of like a bachelor party and a wedding is, seems stressful, yeah. but I totally plan on having like a, a wedding planner and... I don't want to plan. Like I just just want to show up, you know, <laughs> show up and have a good time. Well, that, for the wedding part of it, yeah, the, the grooms basically just got to show up and like your your wedding planner and, and Kaiser. still need some input. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah, you still need some input. You know, they need your help, and so yeah, but it's uh, it's exciting and yeah, this it's it's a it's a new world, you know, yeah, new chapter in life for sure. Yeah, I'm going through a lot of changes <laughs> recently. For a lot of different reasons, but uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, you know, kind of going off, you know, uh, you know, you got engaged in Greece, and I know, like, leading up to your Greece trip, uh, you hired one of our buddies that's been on this podcast before, Jordan, to be uh, your personal trainer and get you uh, in shape for it. Yeah, make a program for you. You went and worked out with him a bunch of times. He set, he set you up with like a meal plan and stuff too, right? Yeah, and, meal plan, uh, macros, we're working out. Yeah, I'm meeting at his gym every two weeks. Yeah, so talk about like like how that process went and for having like a personal trainer for maybe somebody that's never had a personal trainer before and the benefits of it. Yeah, so my experience is a little bit different. And what I would say is it's been valuable to me to, to um, I guess the biggest things that I've learned are like, yeah, the macros that I that I need to have, uh, that I need to eat, proper warming up, and um, and I used to, you know, weekly. I mean, so let me let me kind of rewind here. I have always had a basic understanding of how to work out and and how to eat. You know, pull up my fitness. You know, my fitness. What is it? My, my fitness, fitness pal. pal. Yeah, we did a whole and one of our first like ten podcasts was on like me showing people how to use my fitness pal. Yeah, you plug in your way. You, yeah. you plug in. You know, my job and or what? What do you do for work? And how active are you? And and then it formulates these macros and right. um, and then you're supposed to follow them. And the so I've always had a basic understanding of it. I've always been able to put in the work. Like for me, working out is therapy, so it's easy for me to work out. The diet thing is something that I've still, you know, and it, the older I get and also the more money I have, it's actually like, it's pretty hard, you know, because <laughs> now when I go to a restaurant, I'm like, I'll oh, just, what's the best thing here? Like, yeah. and then I'll, let me, let me know, get an app and a dessert. And <laughs> yeah. And then of course, like, you know, that relationship, you know, let's get a dessert, you know, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. never skip dessert and yeah. shots for the table stuff, and shit like <laughs> alcohol, you know, so, um, some of the biggest things that I have taken away from it are despite having a personal trainer, you would think that your results would, would you would see results immediately. But the truth of the matter is my diet still hasn't been dialed in 1,000%. Like I felt like I got an okay shape uh, prior to Greece. Right. 
but I still I'm still like eyeballing macros, you know. I'm still super busy building multiple businesses, and then and then I'm just sometimes I just eat whatever I can, and so it's like very it's very hard. Was it more for you? Was it more overeating or undereating? Both. Okay. Overeating the wrong things, and then undereating, you know, yeah, you know, like not getting enough protein. Mm. However, naturally through like just the aging process, I have gained like maybe uh, i've gained like eight pounds yeah over the last couple of uh last couple of you know months or year months okay right maybe the last year i've always floated around like 194 and now i'm chilling at like 200 202 you know what i'm saying that, it's nothing it's, is different it's, it's so crazy that like you and me are like the same weight right now yeah right and so <laughs> my my way i've noticed that just like I think you just fill your body the older you get, right? Oh, because yeah. nothing has changed with my diet, my routine. However, the the biggest things that I ha- the biggest re- results that I have seen um, is that I don't get injured anymore. I used to, I swear I used to stay injured. You yeah. know, like something was bugging me, something was bothering me, and that was one of the most underrated things I've I've learned with uh, having a personal trainer is just proper warm ups. Mm-hmm. I used to just go up and. You know, yeah, I just go right into your first go right exercise. Into, yeah. yeah, so I don't get injured, but also I'm not lifting stupid like before. You know, I was lifting super heavy before, and yeah, and yeah, you've never been the type though to be like I'm gonna max out and like try and go heavy and try and get as strong as possible. Yeah, well, that was a period. Where yeah, I was when like, hanging yeah, out with yeah. you too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. But other than that, um, you know, the biggest takeaway is that you still need to have. You still need to follow your macros. You just, like diet is everything, and you always hear it, but you know, actually going through that, yeah, like uh, the the it sounds like definitely the biggest thing that you got out of like working with a trainer is that you know your workouts can be dialed in perfectly, but if 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 your diet isn't also dialed in, you're like you're not going to be able to like maximize the results that you get out of it. For sure, I mean, there's like, uh, I got I bought a couple suits or uh, last year and half those suits don't fit me anymore because my chest has grown yeah uh and that's that's what eight pounds will do yeah but i've had to like get some of them resized and so that's what that's a bad thing about getting like a tailor you know getting things tailored um but uh so body parts have grown um but i and i my cardio i'm still doing cardio still doing all these things but it still takes a diet it still still takes eating enough, you know. Yeah, making sure you're eating enough protein, protein while at the same time making sure you're in a calorie calorie deficit so that way you're losing fat. That's like the biggest thing. And drinking enough water yeah. and then, you know, cardio and all that jazz. Actually, you know what? Working from home's been like the biggest thing for me and drinking water. Like the last like 9 months to a year, I've been able to have like a gallon jug like right at my desk all day and and just before I even work out at two o'clock, I've already drank a gallon of water because it's right there. Yeah. And I've had like no excuse to like not. And you can use the bathroom unlimited. Yeah, I can, I can go, to, I can take as many bathroom breaks as I want. Uh, and it's just, and I'm not a coffee drinker, so I just been drinking nothing but water in the mornings now. And it like, it doesn't like, it hasn't, the lack of caffeine hasn't affected me as much as I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually my first hit of caffeine of the day is my pre-workout before I go to work out in the afternoons now. And that's been it. Well, they say that you're not, you're never really tired. You're just dehydrated. 
Yeah. Just typically not drinking enough water. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe it. Yeah, for sure. But my personal trainer experience, you know, with this busy, I'm busier than I've ever been. And, you know, and I've, you know, we were talking about it earlier, like, you know, in that happy relationship, you know what I mean? Wait, <laughs> that happy weight. Happy weight. And, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's been, I was, you usually see that more in girls, but, but I guess guys get happy weight too sometimes. Just a little bit. Yeah. You know, but my workouts are dialed in. In my biggest opportunity, I still have the second half of the year. I've been getting personally trained for six months now. Uh, my opportunity, my birthday's coming up, right? Turning 33. So I, I need to actually follow my macros. Today I'm doing pretty good so far. So Sweet. <laughs> and then um, another big thing that's happened over the last, uh, since the last time we talked is you've gone over 10,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And, and your, your social media has like, been consistently growing probably the last, what, year or two? Yeah, for sure. I'm making it a point to, to really be consistent. And I listen to... You know, whenever you listen to Gary Vee, you feel like an idiot if you're not posting consistently. Yeah. What I mean by that is because he puts it in a perspective of, like, the the playing field is so even right now, right? So even. Anybody can win. The, sh- the whole short-form video, extra, what do you call this? Like, short-form video. Like, like reels, like, TikToks. Reels and TikToks. This is all you will see on your feeds when you're scrolling now yeah. on Instagram. For sure. Well, because I think, especially in this generation, people have, with people having such short attention spans, it's all about reels and TikToks and stories. Like, because that 10 to 15 seconds to minute at the longest is probably as long as people have an attention span for anything right now. Yes. No. Which is... Which, which is really great for podcasts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Which is one of the biggest um, things that I've learned. Like, I've, I've been... I've been very consistent with social media, but I also haven't done it to like the best of my ability. Um, but I've really invested the last six months to a year in, and just really just paying attention, finally taking action on a lot of that stuff too, where I'm trying to post a reel a day. But to Gary Vee standards, it's like, even that's not enough. You gotta post like three. And um, But we have this short window, this opportunity of a lifetime you know we're how many years into tiktok maybe three or four yeah like before that it was it was called musically and or it was um what was the other one that it was i know uh, musically there was vine too vines yeah because tiktok kind of like was a spinoff of like vines too yeah so we have this huge opportunity it's no longer it's no longer like a question that you need to have a personal brand and that you need to have a following yeah um because of the opportunities that it that it that it creates, yeah. and so yeah, so I've I've really made it a focus, and I want to make sure that as like for the next four years, we have we still have this opportunity for like the next three or four years, where TikTok, where Instagram, we're going to push your stuff because right. they they want you people to stay on their apps. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to push your stuff if it's good enough, and. We need to take advantage of this because we can grow a personal brand. You can, you grow a personal brand, you grow a following, and then literally you can like do so much with it. You can create any business with it, um, and then so that's what I'm really trying to do. And it's also turned into some opportunities with, you know, I'm 
with uh, my insurance business where I don't think I'm like it's so funny it's so funny because I am presenting to realtors brokerages and loan officers mortgage officers and I have this presentation that I've created where I'm teaching people social media and um, and then next month in August I'm speaking in front of 800 insurance agents and my topic is social media and what's funny is I don't think I'm the expert on social media by any means if anything it's it's making me want to learn more about it so that way I can step I can you know fill those shoes right but I am by no means the expert of it. I just think that like the insurance industry and a lot of realtors, mortgage officers, loan officers just don't do a good job of it, you know, yeah. not yet. And so it's going to take people from like the people that I've been learning from and myself to really teach people how to use social media. Yeah. So we have this opportunity, man, and we've got to take I, advantage of it. I think your greatest strength starting out like even like two, three years ago or four or five years ago when you started the agency was that... I mean this in the best way possible is like your just lack of shame in like just putting yourself out there yeah and just not being afraid to I still have that <laughs> I still don't care and, and and that's probably one of your greatest strengths though is you're like fuck it I, I I like this I think this is funny I'll just put it out there you know you you've never been afraid of just you know putting a camera in your your own face and talking to it that's really, really awkward thing for most people to do still, especially like 30, 40 year old insurance guys and mortgage people and stuff like that. Yeah. To where like you've been doing that this whole time and that's why you have this leg ahead in like in the insurance in agencies here. Yeah. Is because you've been putting out no content world. and promoting yourself and building your own personal brand while building your businesses this entire time. Yeah. No, and what I was gonna, I appreciate that. First and foremost, <laughs> I was going to piggyback on that is uh, I have even less shame now because I think some of these sounds like so for those of you that are familiar, there's sounds that you can, you know, you can use yes. these sounds. Um, and so it could be a viral sound where you just use that sound and you do you lip sync over it and then you repost it as a reel or a TikTok. Right. Some of them are completely stupid. And and one I, I just had one that got like 36,000 hits. And it was like Vince Vaughn's voice on Wedding Crashers. Mm -hmm. And it gets 36,000 hits. I thought it was like one of those like fillers. I'm like, this one's not going to hit, whatever. I just need to put out something, right? Yeah. Just a filler. Let me just post for the sake of posting 36,000 hits. Weird. I, I, you know, and there's other stuff where I'm like putting so much effort into. And I'm like, this one's so good. And then it doesn't do as well. Um, you never know. But one plat what, what's, what's valued on one platform is not valued on others and then and vice versa so like what may hit on youtube shorts doesn't do nothing on TikTok, and then what hits on instagram just just not appealing to youtube and TikTok. so you just want to post on all, all platforms right. omnipresence just have them on all there but with that being said i'm less shameful than ever before <laughs> like i i'm actually i'm pretty sure i'm annoying you know people right um, I, but I don't care. I, I, I can think of a few people that have like muted you or unfollowed you. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, you know, and I heard this thing the other day and it was just so, I was like, oh my God, this is so um, good. And it was talking about people that, people that judge the people that are posting all the time and really trying to put themselves out there. They think that they have ego. 
right? Because it's like, oh, look at me, look at me, like every right. world, look at me, world, look at me. But when in reality, the person that refuses to post actually has ego. Like they really care about what other people are going to think about them. Right. You know, like you're you're that you 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 have that much ego that you're afraid of what the world is going to think about you if you put yourself out there. Yeah, because because when you really think about it, like like your your Instagram and your social media presence is is for you more than anything else. So like it's just it's your representation to the world you putting yourself out there and kind of like i i understand what you mean about that because if you're if you're holding back on posting something because you're afraid of what other people are going to think that's that says it all right there yeah no and we all have that fear though too like for sure i was i was on a call with a buddy of mine we're both in the process of creating a course um, uh, he's in solar, I'm in insurance mm-hmm. and we're both in the process and we're like accountability buddies. And we got to just talking and, and just chatting about, you know, the process and mm-hmm. what we're, what we're having to go through and what we're needing to overcome, maybe mental hurdles. And he just like snaps on me because he noticed that a couple things that I was saying was like worried about what people were going to think. Even someone like me that has no shame still has this. Oh, what are people going to think about my course? Like, what are, you know? Yeah. And and but is is, are, is your shame with that more like worried about like within the insurance industry? What the insurance industry? Gotcha. You know what are the what are the guys that are just crushing it going to think about little old me who maybe puts up right. half of what they put up, but they're just socially awkward. They're in a bubble. They have no desire to like help people. But what are they going to say about me? You know. And so it's just these things that you're just creating in your head. Like none of this is actually going to probably happen. I may get a little chirps here and there, but that's a life lesson in and of itself. Who gives is, a heck? Is worrying about an outcome that might happen is the most one of the most useless and things you can probably do. Probably won't happen. Exactly. Like people actually don't care. Like I could go out in front of my office right now and just yell at the top of my lungs and be like like just say something obnoxious, right? Like yeah. just something stupid. Someone's going to drive by, maybe look at me, go, "Huh?" Yeah. And then just keep it pushing you, like you, you, I mean <laughs> In the old days, you were doing that every morning, walking, walking in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> walking yeah. from your car to the office, until this, yelling, "The sun is shining." Till this day, <laughs> I have people that that just love that, and they want they want me to bring that back. Like people that think my other content's stupid. Like, but for some reason, that connected with some Sully, people. my yeah. cousin. He thinks half my stuff is dumb. He's like, like he'll say things like, "Hey, that was actually funny." You know, I'm like, "Oh, what, do you, what does that mean?" Right? I've, I've sent you just, like stuff like that <laughs> yeah. before. That was the, actually like, the, funny. The, the one out of like ten of your videos that like I laugh at, actually. I'm like, "That was actually really funny." <laughs> yeah, and so I'm like, you know, one for ten, right? Yeah. But uh, I need to bring that back. But yeah, just people don't care, and 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 so it's just funny how someone as bold as me and and you know shameless we all still deal with that internally for sure you know and so but uh i so and also you know this this opportunity of a lifetime as i like to call it with social media it's also here during a recession Mm -hmm. right during like a time where 
everything is on sale from like real estate's probably going to become uh, you know at least the correction yeah. is going to be on sale and we you, just had the first month where like housing prices went down for the first time in two years and i don't know if i'm just tripping but here in vegas i'm getting a lot more um i'm getting houses sent to me just in case like i see a house i like and I don't know if I'm just tripping, but I'm noticing that I'm getting a lot more listings than before. And so if these listings well, go in, up. Inventory is definitely going up. If these listings keep going up, then, you know, the you have a lot of real estate down. agents that are like, no, it's supply and demand. And they might be right. You know what I'm saying? But they might be wrong. We just don't know. But anyways, we have this opportunity of a lifetime where stocks are going to be on sale. You know, crypto is like the cheapest, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like super freaking cheap. And it's a time where I think we should put ourselves out there. My buddy says that it's not so much ability, it's noticeability. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not so much, like, do people know who you are? Yeah. And Gary Vee said something similar where, you know, the realtor that's in their small little town that's doing it the way they've always done it because the whole town knows them and stuff and they have that credibility and that track record, um, they're soon gonna be out hustled and outdone by the person that's putting themselves out there, but maybe doesn't have as many houses under their belt. Right. But that person's gonna learn because people know who they are. Yeah, I think there's, you you kind of brought up something that's like an interesting idea is the idea of doing things just because you've always done things that way is definitely a recipe for for failure because if you're especially as like a business owner if you're not at least a little bit forward thinking and and yeah. trying to predict the future or trying to to do things with what might happen like in the back of your mind it's you're, you're gonna fail yeah yeah and that's i mean we're, we're coming up with that with um even the whole like nfts and you know stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's still very, wild, wild west. Yeah, it's still very like ah, you know. Yeah. But, anyways, um, yeah, I, we always have to move, try different things, and and stay as you know. Good example is man, my um, my dad, he was in the taxi business for forever. He like owned taxis and you know and leased them out to people the whole nine. And I was recently in San Diego, and I noticed like you know there's a couple there's like two more taxi cabs in front of his house. I'm like, what's this? Like, dad, like, why are you still buying taxi cabs? Like, they normally they just sit on his lot and nothing happens. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had, uh, you know, two people said they were going to be my drivers. And, and then they flaked. They, you know. And in my mind, I'm like, pops, like, this this is not the 90s. This yeah, is not ta- the early 2000s. Like, it is dead. Like, why are you still doing this? Like, yeah. you should not be able to. Like, give me your debit cards. Like, you shouldn't be able to do business anymore. Like, stop. Yeah. But you're just hurting yourself yeah. financially. He's better off, like, buying those taxis and, like, leasing them to people to be Uber drivers. Yeah, there's, like, uh, Uber automation and stuff like that now. Yeah. There's people doing Uber automation. Yep. So, always got to switch things up, man. Always always got to figure out new and better ways to do things. Yeah. And just try just to stay a, a step ahead. Be a student of the game. Yeah, you know? exactly. For sure. But... We have this opportunity, man. I can't express it enough. And like those that are really, I, I hate to say, I feel like I always say this, but it's like those that are really putting in the work right now are going to be sitting real pretty five, ten years from now, man. Facts. It's like, I can't stress that enough. But I feel like I've been saying that for the last ten years, but 
obviously, if we keep predicting like this correction, this crash, like at some point we're going to be right. And I think that this is the time. Right. And we have social media like at our disposal to, to really like build something, you yeah. know. I think, uh, I think for me, my uh, the last couple months have kind of shown me a couple of my strengths that are a lot different from yours. Because uh, a lot of the posts and a lot of the things that I've gotten a lot of engagement on and a lot of the, the compliments that I've gotten on the type of content that I put out has kind of made me realize I'm a good writer. You're a really good writer. Yeah. Like any time that I've made like long paragraph posts, usually it's about my dad or about type of shit that I've been going through the last like year or two or whatever. I get a lot of engagement on that type of stuff. Yeah. And and then the the previous podcast that we put out before this one was, you know, a 17-minute podcast where I wrote out the entire thing and was very very vulnerable and it was a very very personal story to me and I took a lot of time writing it out and and at first when I posted it, I didn't promote it at all. Like I just put it out there and the only person that, that I think listened to it and reached out to me about it was Randall. And he sent, he, he sent me a paragraph and said some really nice things about it. And then uh, this past week, I, I, I made a little story or I made a story talking about talking a few paragraphs about, you know, I, I didn't want to, to promote this because it was so personal. I didn't want to, to feel like I was trying to get attention for it. But I re-listened to it and I was like... I'm damn proud of this. Like yeah. this, this was a good piece of content that I put out where I was very vulnerable and I did like share a part of me with everybody that you know wasn't that comfortable. And I'm glad I did it. And then I got a lot of more feedback about it. Mm-hmm. And had a couple people be like, "You should write short stories. You should, yeah. you should be writing more." And I've kind of made it a point to journal uh, a little bit more. Yeah. And I've been in, I have like a, a app on my on my Mac down where I'm journaling mostly every day or most days. And who I, knows where that'll go. I look forward to when you write things, you know, because you articulate them very, very well. You yeah. know, because when you you're not a man of many words, but when you have something to say, it's like, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's and to your to your point about like whether you want to do it on video or if you just wrote out your thoughts on a couple different slides you know where you would probably really crush it in those carousels yeah you know like where post post and you swipe right you're just screenshotting twitter posts right 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 right. and then it's just you make carousels and i could totally see you building something very like strong with that that's you know you're just sharing what you're going through or Or just telling stories just telling stories like i've realized that I'm not as good of a talker, like off the cuff, as I am when I prepare. And I'm really good with, you know, writing out my thoughts and then organizing them afterwards and putting them in a way that it makes sense and it tells like a, a like an eloquent story. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Very few people have that ability. Brian Vasquez is really good at that stuff too. Um, when he puts together something, it's just like, man, that was well written, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that was my... Uh, my takeaway from like the last like month or two of my posts is that I need to write more. Yeah, write your experiences. Yeah, yeah, because it's pretty. I think you got something there, man. Yeah. And I'm surprised I haven't told you that. You know, I just have always like enjoyed reading your stuff, but I didn't like ever think because I know you're definitely not a be on camera type of person, but your strength is really in yeah putting things together. 
Yeah, I'm and podcasts, of course. Yeah, I, this this platform and this medium is is my baby because when I'm in my car, ninety percent of the time I'm listening to podcasts, and like I grew up listening to sports radio in the car with my dad. So like just talk radio and that that meet this medium of of just listening to people shoot the shit and feeling like a fly on the wall on another person's conversation is is one of my favorite things to to be around. So. This is what I, I, I love more than anything. But another love of mine, and I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I started out college as a, as a journalism major. Like, I wanted to be a sports writer. I wanted to mm-hmm. be on PTI talking about sports all day. Or, and, and when I was in high school, I would write articles about, like, the sports that were going on, like, in, on ESPN and just, just for fun. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the reason why I connect with Willie so much and why me and him have become good friends over the yeah, last year. for sure. For a lot of different reasons. Willie also, like, looking like my dad and being, like, a father figure to me has also been, like, a kind of like a weird way that me and him have connected. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What's it called? Which is funny because, you know, like, they, you know those, like, radio hosts where it's like, I've got a face for radio, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're actually a handsome guy, yes. so you could be on video yeah, if you wanted true. to. Yeah, that's, that's why, you know, in 2022, you, you, can, you can be a podcast host and also post your face on TikTok yeah. and social media and all that stuff yeah. and, and make reels out of it. And, you know, well, you can be handsome and be a good talker. <laughs> yeah, well, one of the goals of this podcast, we were talking about this earlier before we even hit play, is, uh, you know... The, we have I have this like this I have this time frame set in my mind where I'm going ham on my YouTube channel my insurance business and at some point you know I'm not gonna like really specify when but I I know a target date in mind where I'm I want to pivot into full-fledged real estate and podcast and barbells real estate and and barbells and very excited for that time because I want to do this podcast the right way with a media team with you know sound engineers and sound boards where you can add little sound effects and uh, a nice little legit office to to host it and so that's the future of the barbells and briefcases podcast yeah we're just still getting our reps in yeah this like what we're doing right now is is getting our reps in getting comfortable talking off the cuff and, and just doing this for to get better at it because this is episode 61 of the Barbells and Briefcases podcast. It's still shit, and it, but it's 100,000 times better than episode 1 and yeah. 5 and 10 were. Um, I'm trying to remember. And the only thing holding this back, I think, is consistency and organization. Yeah. I also, Be- like, made this, like, I don't know if it's an excuse, but, like, made this mental decision that I was going to go ham on my YouTube channel and... You know, I feel like you can only have one baby, one like main baby at a time. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's true or not, or but unless you pay, unless you pay yeah. for the resources to, you know, for the film crew, and that costs money. I mean, yeah. So, but let's let's go back and talk about the social media strengths and how people can apply that to whatever it is that they have going on. So, you know, like people like me are good with video, comfortable on video, comfortable talking in front of a camera. Yeah, and then people like you are, you know, you can put words together very eloquent, eloquently. And 
So whether that's for me, like writing out something that I'm going to say in front of a camera before I turn on, like, and talk to it, right? Or it's you know making a story or a carousel and and having paragraphs that people can read out. And there's people that have popped off just off those carousels. You go to their page and like they're just a page full of just thoughtful stuff. It's like man, like like we've and there there are a lot of a lot of times where ideas where it's like I've thought this but I have no way of putting that into words and here this guy freaking just did it. You know what yeah. I mean? And so you know there's a um I think there's everybody has their own strengths and if you you know want to build that brand you know if that's in your if you want to do it I think you should do it at whatever median yeah but just medium medium uh, that works for you. Yeah. But just keep trying the, and failing until the, the figure it out. The, there's definitely like a formula or a recipe for like finding like a niche that you're good at or that you can talk about, that you can like make content on, and then finding the platform that you personally can share the best and then doing it over and over and over again. Um, I think I sent you a TikTok recently where it was. Um, I think it was the photographer uh, Alex Stemp. He makes a lot of like viral TikToks where he like goes up to people on the street and like asks if he can like take their pictures and then he'll post like the the really dope pictures that he takes oh, yeah, of them yeah, like yeah. on the streets and stuff like that. It was him talking uh, in an interview and he said that he has like social media people or people that are trying to get bigger on social media ask them or like how do you how did you blow up and he was just like I tell people make make a video every day for or make a video every day for 400 days and then come back to me and yeah you'll figure it out and by by that 400th video you, you'll have something figured out you'll figure it out absolutely um i was gonna i was gonna um, add to that is oh man, i lost my train of thought but but that type of consistency and just the the act of of making content just the general number of like 200 300 400 times in a row you'll you'll find what in that process of of doing that you'll find what you're good at a you'll find what you're good at b you'll build an audience over those 400 videos because the the volume of content that you're putting out it'll get pushed like the algorithm will push it to the people that connect with it the most mm-hmm. so you're more likely as the the content library grows like you'll be able to like have stuff go viral more often build a yeah. following things like that and then on top of that you're sharpening that that knife as you go and getting better and better and better at it yeah what i was going to say is is and then the older we get the more experience we have and then the more we get to share those experiences, like, you know, you ever see like, ever seen like a public speaker or a professor or like somebody that speaks to you, maybe you hop on a Zoom call or you go to a seminar and somebody's talking and you're just like, how is this person so good? Like, <laughs> just flows. And then you're like, like, this guy has experiences galore or he's very intentional about his experiences. He's journaling about it. Mm-hmm. He's documenting kind of his life and figuring out stories um, within it. If, like, pastors are probably excellent at this. Like, I, I went to church a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how he went to Hawaii with his family, and his daughter gets stung by uh, by jellyfishes, and he somehow 
turned that into a word that he spoke to the church and it was a good word like my daughter getting stung by jellyfishes and it's just like yeah to use you know just to really be intentional about the things that are happening in our lives and to be able to talk about it Mm -hmm. you know i think i can do a way better job of that because we're all like experiencing things we're all you know yeah usually when when you have that reaction to somebody telling a story or or saying something it's and I've realized this in my own thing too, is that when you see somebody that's really good at that, it's because they've been doing it over and over and over again. And there are definitely some people that even when they're telling a story or when they're saying a joke, like you'll think it's off the cuff or it's something that that uh, wasn't planned at all. But really, like a lot of like even my best stories are the ones that I've told a hundred times and I've gotten yeah. better and better and better at it. Yeah. I have studied this man, Tony Robbins, for life, right, and Jim Rohn. And when I went to go see Tony Robbins in person, he's tell- he's saying stuff I've heard him say already. And then, you know, and I'm like, ah, he's just yeah. repeating the same stories, you know, yeah. over Ed Milet, all these guys. Yeah, know? like I've probably said, like, my social media rant on here, like on this podcast with over, like, five or ten of the last, like, podcasts – over this last COVID year, I have that social media rant where I talk about, you know, the algorithm pushing the things that you agree with. Yeah. And and how, you know, you start to believe that when the algorithm starts to push only the stuff that you agree with, you start to think anybody that thinks differently with from you is yeah. bad or evil or wrong. I've said that phrase 10 times on this podcast. Well, that's a good but, phrase. But it's, it's worth repeating. Yeah. But... I'm good at that rant because I've told it so many times, and not only on the podcast, but in general conversations yeah. with people as well. For sure. Because I believe in it, but also because I've gotten reps talking about it too. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm like, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, reviewing my my presentations, you know, for on social media that I, the one I did recently for a brokerage and I'm watching it and I'm like, all right, time to cut this part out of the slide. Time (laughs) to cut that part out of the slide. I really light up when I start talking about this stuff. And so just kind of just kind of learning, learning myself. Um, But yeah, man, I think we've talked about some, some really cool stuff on this. Um, You know, if you're not, the reason I'm so like, I'm so big on social media is because I swear, with it has built my business. Not just like, oh, I've gotten referrals and I've gotten, you know, people think about me with insurance, but it's not just that. It's people found my content and referred their nephew to come work for me, right? People referred their friends to come work for me and they ended up being really good employees. People will interview with me and then stalk me on social media to see what they're getting into and then say, it looks like a cool place to work. I'm gonna, I'm, I might accept this guy's offer even though the base salary might be less than what I just got here at State Farm or whatever. Mm-hmm. People see my content, other insurance agents see my content, people that are 10 steps ahead of me in the game mm-hmm. and because I'm funny, because I'm posting funny stuff. And you're out there. And I'm out there they're willing to hop on a call with me and show me the ropes. Like I've had people do things, you know, for me that if you're the quiet guy that has a weird, you know, default photo and you just you creep and you just watch people's stories and you're in someone's DM asking them for advice, it's like hard to get 
you know, a response off of that because I don't know who you are, you know? Mm -hmm. But people feel like they know me because I put myself out there so much. So it's not just, it's like the social media stuff has helped me and my business in so many different ways in all areas of it, not just... I think that's someone hit me the, for a quote. I think that's the biggest moral of like this podcast is that there's so much value in just putting yourself out there. Not and not just the surface level of of doing it for the sake of that one video, but like you said, that's such a valuable thing is that when you put out enough content, people will walk up to you and feel like they already know you and they'll have that comfortability with you. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying before, like being able to have a leg up on people that, that have been in insurance for a while just because you've been so active on social media and the power of it, it's, you know, I mean, we've done multiple podcasts on the power of social media, and this is just another one to add to the playlist, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, this, it's, it's new to our time, and I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. It's just Gen Z is just going to find a new way to consume content. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, in five years there will be another app that's that's you know an evolution of everything that we're doing with TikToks and Reels and and stories right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you, and you just have to be you have to ride the wave and yeah. go with and go with the flow, kind of. But there's so many different ways, like we talked about today. You know, like I hope you will get into some writing your oh, thoughts. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is this has been like a I brainstorming hope, I session hope for me. You screenshot <laughs> a bunch of your tweets. Yeah. And you make a carousel out of it, that's man. Actually, that's a decent idea. I hope that you do that because, yeah, you're right, bro. Other, otherwise, you know, because I'll be honest, dude, nobody likes the person that just creeps on social media. Like, I don't know. Like, I, not to sound like harsh or anything, but like. The person that has like three posts and never posts stories, but and they comments. Just watch. And, yeah, they just and watch. watch yeah. No, they just watch everything yeah. and they don't say anything. Like, it'd be one thing if you weren't watching everything. But you're but, interacting. But yeah, but you're which just which is which is like the, the mid level, the like the the top level is is what you're doing. You're just putting yourself out there every day. Yeah. You're sharing the stuff that you like and whether or not it gets feedback or not. But you're building up that that content and that uh, you're showing people your personality. Yeah, you've never been afraid to do that, and I'm I admire you for that because that wasn't always my strength, and I was always I was one of those people that was hesitant to post because I was worried about what people were thinking. And I've but been you're finding your strength. I, though. I've been like I've been playing around with different stuff and putting myself out there more, and you know, finding my. I like own. I like how you do it though. You know, like yeah. you post funny stuff. You'd post, you know, you like. I'll post what I'm reading. Yeah, I'll post. Speaking post, of speaking of which, stuff. oh my gosh, like, so the 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 newest book that I'm reading, No More Mister Nice Guy, like speaks to me so much interesting <laughs> like i don't know well let's just get into it so like a big part of the book is like talking about how when you're growing up not even just like your relationship with your parents but how um how do i want to say it where the the feedback or the like the love that you get for certain reasons like shapes how you are like if you like i grew up very like for no re no fault of my parents but like afraid of disappointing them and so not being a problem to them was my way of thinking that i was going to show love and that's kind of what brought out like the nice guy in me 
more than anything else. And the difference between doing nice things with the idea that that's going to get reciprocated back to you versus just my cup being overflowing and doing kind things out of the kindness of my heart. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the, the big things is, is like, A, just not feeling bad for, for, for having your own needs and, and, and wanting them to get filled and then B, like not doing nice things with the idea that you're going to get something back for it mm-hmm. and just doing it for the sake of being nice and not expecting anything in return which is kind of like starting to break myself out of that, that little cycle and, and doing more things for me without caring about what's going to come back to me. Yeah. 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 I, I think, I think there's levels to that, like doing, I, uh, I was a big person on like getting someone saying, thank you. Like if I did something nice for somebody, like, I know how I was. If somebody did something nice for me, I would say thank you like four times. Like something as simple as somebody paying for my dinner, somebody letting me, you know, if I could, I was starting my insurance agency, I was staying at my cousin's house mm-hmm. and she let me stay at her house so I could save money on not getting a hotel. And then they're taking me out to eat and I'm like, look, I like, I have no money, but let me take care of this, please. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, well, so much like seriously like i'll send them like an annual text like hey i really don't thank you guys for like i'm still saying thank you for it so like if i take care of someone's dinner or if i buy groceries for my office if my team doesn't say thank you i'm like oh okay you know <laughs> so yeah I but got, that's the wrong that's the wrong that's idea. the wrong way to do it yeah. you know what i'm like, saying you should be like you know doing it out of the kindness of your heart because you want to do it mm-hmm. and you know what comes back is what comes back it's not up to you and it, it, that goes into more of like the stoicism that I've been talking about and reading about for the last two years too. Yeah, is you know worrying about what you control, and whatever happens on the other side, you should be thankful and grateful and happy for it, no matter what. Yeah, for sure. As long as you don't get taken advantage of. But yeah, I mean, well, that's part of it though too. Though is is being aware of what's going on and and acting accordingly going forward. Yeah, knowing how to course correct if yeah. needed. For sure, but are you reading anything right now? I'm reading a book called Ready, Fire, Aim, and I'm about like 40 pages in, and it's very high level, um, very high Red, level business. Ready, fire, aim. Ready, fire, aim. It's very high high level business. I thought I, I I thought that it was just by the title. I I assumed that it was this like just. Just do it. Just execute and then figure it out. You know, ready, fire, aim. Yeah, that makes sense from the title. But I'm reading it and, oh, my goodness, it's it's definitely inspired me. It's this guy that who's built multiple businesses in multiple industries. And I'm talking like and, he, and now he's consulting and helping all these different companies, whether it's, you know, $1 million business, $10 million business, $50 million business, $100 million business. And... He has kind of like a blueprint for all the challenges, all the struggles, all the things that you're going to encounter at every one of those levels. And so it's super high level, a lot more high level than I thought. But it's I've heard a lot of good things from, you know, a lot of people that I respect. So I needed to read it for myself. Um, But uh, it's what my biggest takeaway so far is I created a new goal for myself which is 
he, I, I, I don't, it's always been a goal of mine, but I never wrote it down. I want to be paid to travel. So like, not only do I want to travel and like experience like places, but if I'm working with like, if I get into like consulting later somehow, it was like something. If a company were to say, hey, Nick, we're in Switzerland, you know, mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll fly you out. You'll stay in a five-star hotel, yeah. whatever, you yeah. know, and you just need to do this, yeah, you know, just, like you know. that is such a goal of mine. <laughs> like I would love to do that. That would be a like life worth living. Influencer. Just travel, and but add value. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. the only way to add value is to go is to go through stuff, is to build stuff, to fail at stuff, and to pay for that expertise. You know, it's leveling up your mentors and investing in your development like never before. And so that's this uh, big goal that I have. Big goal. Yeah. And The Science of Getting Rich is this other book, very Law of Attraction-ish um, uh, on on the relationships with money and getting rich and, and kind of mindset things. Um, it's 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 a very short book, but it's a. I've I've highlighted some some pieces of it, mm-hmm. some good stuff. Did you finish meditations? No, <laughs> no. Because well, I found it easier to listen to it. I, yeah, because I noticed that you sent me the was it like a YouTube video? A YouTube video of of like I need to buy the Audible. Um, that's a uh, book that I I'm gonna need to listen to. For sure. I have a book on, on stoicism. I don't remember which one, um, but it. I've, I've, I've listened to that one. Yeah. And so Meditations I... Meditations like, is like poetry to me. Yeah. I felt like... Yeah. I like you could probably just like thumb through it and like all the quotes that I highlight and just read those and, and that'll be like as yeah. valuable. But, you know, it's interesting because I'm going through that book and things that you highlighted, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then there's something you didn't highlight and then it resonated more with me, you know? <laughs> that's so and funny. Because so just... I've done that before too where people have given me books that are like highlighted and the stuff that they highlight does not apply speak or speak all. to you. It's that's just the weirdest thing. That's life. It's yeah. just, and that just shows that experiences and and everything that we go through is just different. And, and yeah, and, and it kind of like to come full circle with this podcast, like that's why you put out a shit ton of content because what speaks to you may not speak to everybody else. And the stuff that you don't think isn't that great might hit with somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's that. I think that's a great way to end yeah. the podcast. Is to <laughs> we, we accidentally we, we tied this all together. <laughs> tied the knot on accident. We oh. brought it full circle. We planned this out perfectly. <laughs> well, thank but, you all for listening. Yeah, thank you guys so much if you made it this far. I know I say this at the end of every one, but um, we'll we'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much. Have a good one.